Hey guys, what's going on? This is Aaron Linson with Blindcast, and let's get into something that's really neat. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Aaron Linson with another Blindcast for you, where we talk everything technology, sourcing related, and how to make yourself a better person. So we're going to take a look at some technology. This is the Keybrill XL from Hims. This device is a 40 cell braille display that allows you to have a braille display and control your computer at the same time. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that seems really awesome. And when I was looking for braille displays, to replace my BrailleSense U2 as a mobile device and as a computing device. I wanted something that could do both. Now, I know the Freedom Scientific displays, their focus line can do both, or so they say. But the commands for those seemed very hard and I kind of felt like for me, they would lock you into using JAWS. Now, I've used JAWS for a long time. Heck, when I had vision, I used Zoom text as well. But for me, I've been diving more into NVDA. They are soon releasing their new, not system, but for lack of a better word, their updated software on the underlying pinnings of NVDA, which is Python, Python 3. They're bringing a lot of cool features. And honestly, for what I do with my job, both screen readers do well. There's some things or a lot of things that NVDA has done superior. So right now I'm sticking with that, but I do have both on my system. In regards to the Kibro XL, which we'll get to in a minute, I do want to say that Jaws does have a couple issues with it that NVDA doesn't. When running through Bluetooth, NVDA is completely responsive. As you can tell, I'm just pressing the up and down arrow keys, getting responsive braille, and getting responsive speech. I'm going to turn up the volume level on my Surface Pro 6 so you all can hear it. When JAWS is running, I've got to use a cable to get responsive connection um, and that's something I don't want to do I do have a desktop computer which I run music through and do recordings and do editing and sometimes do some searching when I don't feel like grabbing the mobile system here but I run that through a cable because that's stationary and that's totally fine with me I could get a bluetooth dongle but I have not gotten that far yet um, so for me, 
Bluetooth when using the laptop or the Surface Pro 6 works just fine with NVIDIA. NVIDIA does actually automatically connect to the Braille display where with JAWS you have to set it up. Not a big deal, but when you're saving time or when you're trying to save time and be more productive and more efficient, it saves time. It shaves off seconds. So let's go on a description of this. With the Braille display facing you, let's start at the left side. Actually, no, forget that. Let's start at the back. On the back, you have one thing. It is the reset button. You do need to use something as small as a toothpick to reset it. On the right-hand side is an SD card, which can take up to 32 gigabytes. You do have a USB Type-C, which the Focus 40s, when I was looking at those, they don't have USB Type-C. So that was a another concern. Then on the right side, again, below the USB-C port, you do have just some power indicators. On the bottom, below the brow display, you have nothing. And on the right, the only button you have is the power switch. Now on the face of the unit is where all the action happens. So starting up from the upper left, you have your escape key to the right of that. You feel some other buttons down at the bottom. We'll get to those in a second. But to the right of that escape key, you have function F1 to F12. F, um, F4, F8, and F12 do have raised dots for indicators. Now to the, the two buttons to the right of the F12 are insert and delete. Below those are home and page up. Below those are end and page down. Below the page down key are your right, left, up and down arrow keys. So that brings us to the right side of the unit. Let's go all the way over to the left side of the unit. Below the escape key, you do have two keys that are raised. The first one is your mode, or I'm sorry, your pair. And the second one is your mode. We'll talk about those two later because those have some very specific functions. Now let's go to your first function key, your F1 key. You have a couple of buttons below that. You can also think of them, of the first two buttons is to the right of your pair and mode keys, but it's easier if you think of them going from bottom with your F1 key. So your first one is tab, second one is caps lock, first one or below is your shift. In the middle you have a Perkins keyboard, don't need to really explain that. I don't think so, if I do, let me know. The bottom of both sides of that keyboard, you do have some other keys. To the very uh, left you do have control function windows alt to the right of the bro spacebar you do ha have alt 
application and control. A really cool thing about this keyboard is you can serve it for Windows or Mac. I would not recommend that Mac though because their braille support is lacking in that department. Unlike iOS which isn't. Bottom of that you have your 40 cell braille display with cursor rounding keys and each fifth Barrel cell has a little bump on it. To the right and the left of that display, you do have your scroll keys, which cannot be remapped for line, paragraph, or anything like that, which is totally fine. So it makes this display really unique is many things. One, if you hit your pair key with either F1 through F6, you have a Braille keyboard only functionality. So I do have this hooked up to my phone along with my brain, Brilliant 14. If I ever need to switch to the key Braille, it's emulating a Braille edge. So they removed the Braille edge because they could not, or Hems did not have the parts to make them anymore. So they made the key Braille. They just took the functionality from the Braille edge portion of the Braille and dropped it into the key Braille. So it is showing up, it will show up as a Braille edge if you do decide to buy this display. The cool thing about pair F1 through F6 again is that you have all of those keys all of those pairings for six Braille pairings so if you have multiple iPhones an iPad an Android Android device excuse me you um, have those functionality <clears throat> to do that simultaneously F1 through F6, so let's say F1 you had an Android device, F2 you had an iPhone, F3 you had an iPad, switch between them instantaneous. So F1 I have my um, iPhone and F2, F2 is my Surface Pro 6 device that I have. So that is independent so when hooking up the key braille to use with say a surface pro 6 or a surface laptop anything with bluetooth first you have to connect them with the keyboard as a key braille and then you have to do the same thing with the braille portion so it looks for that now, the key keyboard is F7 through F12 with the pair key. This allows you to have multitaneous keyboard support and, and control, which means the functions of the computer keyboard, arrow keys, your six pack, control, shift, and tab. You could have like a small QWERTY keyboard if you wanted to, but that's what, that's what makes the functionality of the Q Braille unique is that 
you can have this as your main keyboard, and that's what I do. I have it as my main keyboard for my desktop computer running a USB cable, which allows me to then have the USB cable and other simultaneous pairings if I wanted to. So a lot of the times, I'll have my desktop open and my Surface Pro 6 open and I can switch between them instantaneously. Which is a really cool thing for me to do and for this display to be able to do as well. So, let's actually go to the web. Now that you can do this multiple ways, I can hit the space bar, type in Google, or just hit G, and I'll hit G. Now it took me to Google Chrome, let me see. Okay, now it's on. So there is a mode in here called hybrid mode. What's really cool about hybrid mode is it will allow me to now use my function keys, six pack, shift tab, or caps lock to manipulate Windows commands. So if I was out of hybrid mode, I could not use, well, I could. In certain applications, in certain ways, I can't use, especially with JAWS, I could not use Control Windows Alt. I couldn't say do Control C to copy or Control V to paste or hit control, um, yeah, I could not hit control um, home to go to the top, stuff like that. Uh, this also means that you, you cannot do Alt F4 to close an application, Alt D to go to a address bar in Google Chrome, and typing is a pain in the butt too. So you can't do, if I just go to Apple this, And I do a low D for dot com. So it's going to throw up randomness that's not even going to work. So for that to happen, I've got to have hybrid mode on. And hybrid mode has a back translator in it. So if I hit Alt D to go up to the address bar, clear what I had. And I go and I go to applevis.com and I write that out in Braille. The low D is the dot. You, you cannot do the four and the six. Uh, the four six. And now I have Applevis on my system or online. Now the interesting thing about this is if I hit H to go to heading. It's allowing me, or it's wanting me to hit space or enter to for, confirm that command. I can do that, and I get no next edit field. What this means is that you have to get in and out of hybrid mode. And being in hybrid mode, you can type Braille contractions any way you want. So grade one, grade two. And to get out of hybrid mode, you press the mode button. Now this will allow you 
I see hybrid mode off and I hear the sound for hybrid mode off. This will allow you to move now by heading, link, button, edit field. So if I do H, I get main menu. Okay. Now, I cannot hit Alt left arrow to go back. I've got to get into hybrid mode and hit Alt backspace. Now I've got to go back into hybrid mode. Let's go to another 925Mac.com. Okay, there's 925Mac. Actually, let's do one better. Let's do AndroidAuthority.com. Now, I did that in grade two, so TH and ITY. And let's see what happens. Not .cm, why is it doing .cm? Let me try that again. Let's do AndroidAuthority.com. There it is. I see a slash, and that is in computer bro, which is totally fine. It, it, it shows that. Okay. Now I can go through headings here and turn hybrid mode off and hit H. And I see the first heading. Now I can also turn hybrid mode on and hit insert list dialog, F7 to get a list of elements. Now, in hybrid mode, I could not move between the first layer navigation, so I have to have hybrid mode off. So I'm gonna hit M to see what I have. Motorola, test, one, zero, eight, zero, seven, seven. Motorola test. If I want to go back up, again, I can't until I hit the home key to go back up. So let's go back up here. Let's just hit D. So I am with some of that moving back and forth. I'm using G or using first letter, first letter navigation, and then to move back, I'm hitting the backspace key. That is something that you have to do with JAWS. You have to enable an editing mode, which is T chord with backspace together. With NVDA, you don't have to do that. Now, turning a hybrid mode on, let's just turn it off again. I could not press. Well, okay, now I can press hold F4 to do that. Of course, sometimes with a lot of the stuff with JAWS, you can't do Alt F4 outside of hybrid mode with NVDA, as I'm finding out now. Let's just try that again. 
Okay, with NVIDIA, you can do a lot of that stuff. Um, you just can't go to the top of a web page with Control Home. You can't do a lot of functionality without it. So that's. Let's open up Zoom. And let's see if I can do the same thing. Alt F. Okay. Alt F4. Okay. So that does work. So entering text with hybrid mode on, you can do any grade you want. I would go back and double check stuff because sometimes um, if you're typing fast, actually, let me show you. I'm going to open up Notepad. Now, I could have stopped at just N O T and it would have brought up, but I inserted that entire word Notepad. And again, if I made a mistake, so let's say I made a couple extra D's because I was just, I didn't think about it. Instead of pressing space or enter, I can now go back, take those D's out, press enter. There's no pad. So let's just say that I just typed in hello and I made a mistake. And when I pressed enter, it entered that word as I typed it. And I put a Z and I just replaced it and I didn't put a comma. So now I can put a comma, press space, and it will insert that comma. Let's just say, how are you all doing today? And I put, how are you all doing today? And I didn't put a question mark, I put a, a, a period. Now, let me see what happens if I put a question mark, which is a, uh, a low H. It will type his. So usually, I will just delete that word, type today, and put the question mark at the right parenthesis, or the right uh, punctuation. Makes it easier. Now, if I wanted to select a couple words, say, I don't want to write, um, how are you all today? I just want to write, how are you doing? I can hit control shift in my left ear. And I see what that is. And it selected all It has selected all doing today. I can hit selection. backspace. It removes that selection. I can put doing question mark. And now that has worked. Control A to select it. Backspace. And then Alt F4 to delete it. So, and Alt F4 to close the program. So it is a very capable machine. I really like the functionality it gives me. And it will give you as well. Full Braille support, 40 cells on a computer. I can have this sitting on my desk and be surfing the internet um, 
in bed, I can hit Control S to turn off speech mode. And now I can completely, I'm completely, I'm typing in Google, pressing space, and I'm seeing Google Chrome app, pressing enter, and now I'm surfing the web completely in Braille. To me, that's really, really cool. Turning on speech mode back on to talk. And I can't get over how really how cool that is. Um, this has been Aaron Linson with the Blindcast. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, let us know that you like this by supporting us. It would really mean the world to us because we can't do this content without you guys. Let us know what you all want to see in the next Blindcast. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye.